Listening to the MM Maniacs with Nick David and Matt Kona. All right, everybody, here we are, uh, the MM Maniacs podcast with Nick David, Matt Kona, and our special guest today, Paul Landwehr. All right, he's going to be hanging out with us here. He hung out with us uh, all weekend long. We did all kinds of. UFC related stuff and uh Paul was there through a lot of it. Hung out with us quite a bit over the course of the last couple of days. Yeah, we got a lot of MMA to digest, but uh on the way down here, you guys listened to the press conference. I watched it on TV for Pretty UFC crazy. 197 just just to get things going on the on the the next we got a lot to digest for Boston. But let's just talk about the press conference for a little bit sure while enough. it's nice and fresh. Yes. What about him showing up late? How did you think about that? Oh, Conor McGregor. <laughs> that was, it's it's was all a, it's an Axel Rose move. It's yeah. all about anticipation. It's on his terms. It, and it's his press conference. <laughs> uh, it was pretty. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly the point he's trying to get across. I think you know, and that whoever that was that asked him, I couldn't see because we were just listening to it through the stereo. But whoever it was that asked him about that, if that was some sort of sort of power play, pretty sure it was. Yeah. Well, Even though he's just like, no, I'm sorry, I don't wear a watch to tell no, time or yeah. whatever. He just wears it to look he good. He just wears it to look good, yeah. <laughs> um, it's all spectacle. It's all entertainment. You keep your opponent waiting. That's, that's, it's, it's a, Different elevated levels of mental game. Yeah, for sure. It's the same thing when the when the you know the, your your contender goes in the the ring first, and then you come in later, and then you make them wait. It's the same same concept. Yeah, walking around. It's uh, I I was very impressed. I mean, I was looking forward to this. I rushed home from the from the grocery store to to be here on time uh, and see the whole thing, and then of course I had to wait too, but. It, it's all about the, the anticipation. Well, Paul, Paul, like Paul and I listened to it on the way down, and uh, we were both very impressed with his uh, ability to shit talk, as we always are. <clears throat> but we were both also a little bit uh, put taken off. aback, a little bit yeah. put off by him. So There's a couple of things that were felt like they were maybe a little bit. The home bit. thing, right? Like saying the Brazil, he has no home, and I felt I mean, it was little... pretty, pretty fucking hardcore. And yeah. then I, I get Paul was looking at it when we were when we were driving down here, seeing some of the uh, comments that were there, and there was a lot of a lot of people that were dis disappointed with uh, with McGregor. First of all. Fuck, Matt, fuck all YouTube comments. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Oh, no, I no. was waiting for the press conference to go up, and they're just like. Connor has AIDS. Dana yeah, White yeah, is yeah. gay. You know, oh, there's right. a lot of yeah, a lot yeah. of people out there think Dana White is gay, and Connor, <laughs> and he got AIDS from Connor McGregor. Like, never fucking, right. you're off the show. Um, the thing is, he, when the fight was announced, Connor, we talked about it. 
in the previous podcast, he made that the American gringo thing. Yeah, yeah. He's a tra- he called him a traitor. He's dedicating this fight to. He, so he he reiterated that. He, right. Just he, it was just much harsher and a much harsher state. But he yeah. used facts though. Yeah, he yeah. says that they booked a press tour through Brazil. They booked Rafael a hotel. He's bringing that up. He's not shit talking. He's yeah. saying you have no home there. He's saying that. Jose Aldo is loved, win or lose. Talking about his kids, though, and then saying, why are you raising them American, and why don't you trust your people? He it was just. He didn't say, why are you raising them American? He said, your kids are named Bob, Bob and Paul or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and you're raising American kids. Yeah. He didn't say. No, it's hey, it's all entertainment. I'm just saying that my initial reaction was a little bit. I I love Connor, but it was a little bit much for the first time. I'd say it was a little bit much in my opinion. But then it got better. It was just one little chunk of like, e. I was a little uncomfortable for a second. Well, that's good. <laughs> Think of how uncomfortable it would be if you were the father of those children. Oh yeah. No, I know what he's doing. Oh, trust me, I know what he's doing. It, he needs to get him riled up. But he's not talking shit about his family he's bringing his family into it by saying the these by saying their names and he's not saying fuck your stupid american kids but that is gonna fucking hapiel brings his kids into the ring after his fights to celebrate like he did with cerrone that's not sitting well with him and it just builds up to the the pressure that surrounds Everyone in his life. We saw the reaction of Jose Aldo's wife when she had nothing but hatred for McGregor. You watched on those embedded episodes saying, you gotta, you gotta kill him. You gotta knock him out. That, that plays into. Oh, I know. I think it's gonna get harder and harder sometimes, like for Connor, because. Well, that's the thing. He's shutting it down in advance because of that. Well, it's like he was already so hardcore, like like just you know a month ago with uh with a different promote for promoting a different fight with uh with Jose, and now all of a sudden now he has to go and do it again. I felt like he came out very uh, aggressive, and I thought it was good. But I want to. Well, he has so- to find a new way. He has to find. Yeah, a different that's what I'm angle. saying. He needs to he find, has to a, find different a different angle, angle and yeah. that was his that his his different angle with with. Uh, Dos Anjos is yeah. that he's a traitor to his people. That's his, and then the next fight he has, there's going to be an angle to that yeah. too. That's gonna, what I was trying to you know, say. Perfectly. Yeah. When you know Nate Diaz comes up, he's got. There's going to be a whole different angle to that. And when oh, Frank Edgar be, comes up, there's going to be a whole be different angle to that. And he's going to just every every opponent that he has, he's going to break down into the biggest piece of shit on the planet Earth while he's in the process of trying to build that fight. You know. So. Yeah, and I think that you 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 mentioned uh, both Edgar and Diaz, and he's doing a similar thing. Even though this is a, this is a shorter press conference than the the Go Big one, which was in, in the summer and announced the next few months of fights, where he was just shooting arrows at everyone. Right. Obviously, he's not setting up his next fight with Misha Tate or Holly Holm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. He's dropping down to bantamweight and getting some surgery done. Uh, so, but he mentioned Nate Diaz. Out with Fallon Fox. <laughs> he mentioned uh, Nate Diaz and how in shape he came in in his last fight, and he came in looking sloppy before then. And so he's planting the seeds, he said, right, uh, of, of future things. Exactly. And he, what he said about Edgar that he was um, kind of stinks of desperation, desperation yeah. and that's that plays to his head. But he mentioned that he was zero and two. Uh, after ca- capturing the lightweight title, so 
Yeah. There, there's a lot going on in Conor McGregor's world. For sure. And <laughs> my favorite, and he calls Duffy, all right, I just made like a couple notes when I was watching it. Um, he, he brought up the, and he also made a shot at Cerrone too, potentially, if he doesn't stay up at welterweight, if he comes back down to the lightweight division, about how that, that stoppage was Cerrone basically just giving up. Right, and, right. But. Can I, can I uh, comment on that? Sure. Because as soon as, uh, I forgot about that, he mentioned Cerrone and how he gave up, and also, he made me, as soon as Connor kind of, uh, explained the fight of how it would go against him and Dos Andros, I was like, okay, now it makes sense again, because he did come at him wild. For Cerrone, he went after Cerrone kind of wild. Arms are kind of everywhere. I'm like, with those straight punches from Connor, I think you could take him out now, just by and, and right, like the just, movements. Just he's yeah. so comfortable moving back as yeah. he is moving forward. What do you think about the the and face? I think off? he's Did a he... natural 55er. I don't think you know. Yeah. You look at him when he when he comes in at uh, at 145, and he does not look healthy. No. <laughs> he looks way, like a on skeleton the on on the day of the way and it's he does not scary. look healthy. So I think he's a natural fifty five er anyways. So does that mean, you know, there are there are natural fifty fivers that are welterweights. You know, that go up to welterweight. <laughs> yeah. And that's true, and, and he even teased that. He said, "Maybe yeah. I'll go up for that welterweight boat." Yeah. So those are <laughs> three, he, three, he, three straps, he made, three pieces yeah. of gold. He made four, maybe five potential fights oh, in yeah. that. Nate Diaz, Cerrone, uh, whoever Edgar. happens to be holding one seventy, Edgar. Um, I don't think any other names were thrown out, but there's always, even though he's coming off the loss to Poirier at the one ninety five fight pass prelims, the Joe, Joe Duffy. Despite getting pummeled in that fight, is still the last man to beat Conor yeah, McGregor. Yeah, there's still right. a fight there. I mean, that could change. Well, if Joe the, Duffy gets someday. a bunch of wins, as or if Conor gets a bunch of losses, yeah, let yeah. down the line. I'm saying two years. From yeah, now. If well, they, well, if he loses start... the next fight, then Duffy's not the most recent person to fight. No, him. but he'd still be a guy that they have fought in the past. They have a history. You can they could match up in the future. Yeah, all I'm all, of... I'm interested in that as a if you're thinking about every fight Conor McGregor has had in the UFC. Which would be more in uh, of an interesting rematch? Obviously, Aldo's at the top of the list in terms of rematches. Then I would say Poirier because he's done very well since, since moving up fight. to lightweight, yeah, yeah. and that was his last loss as well. But well, that was also his last fight in the featherweight division. Um, and then Joe Duffy. Those are my top three. Actually, I I, I would almost put Max Holloway. Tied with or above Joe Duffy because Holloway fought him when uh, Connor injured his knee in Boston and has won uh, and become a much better fighter mm. since then. Yeah, for un- sure. Undefeated. I can agree with that for sure. I I would say, and he's in the. Th- I would say that he's above that he's above Duffy. For yeah, sure. I mean, he might even be above Poirier, but it, it all depends mm-hmm. on his future at lightweight. Because I don't know if I'm assuming I'm assuming Max Holloway could move up to 155 if he wanted to. He's a tall, lanky guy. But anyway, that's probably not going to happen for a while, if at all. Let's not speculate about future weight. Weight classes can get shaken up. There might be more weight classes. Uh, I did see an article uh, about Robbie Lawler talking about. When uh, McGregor had mentioned moving up to to 170, and uh, Lawler was not impressed with your performance. I'm not impressed with your performance. 
Conor McGregor. I would love it if Lawler just started quoting George Pierre, <laughs> George Saint Pierre, in in a French. Yeah, I don't, I don't, remember, I don't, I don't remember exact his exact quote, but he, he the the general consensus was meh. That was his general consensus for um, him moving up. Right. Uh, anything? What did you take from the mostly? Let's say with the RDA interactions we've gone over yeah. potential fights yeah. down the line for McGregor the reactions uh I I did like Dos Anjos a lot I, I really liked him in the press conference I know he didn't do much I liked it though I don't know I, I he they had seems, a little back and forth because yeah. McGregor kept cutting into remember when questions. remember when he looked at Connor he was like you done you done and I was just like he actually like is frightening like he's a tough rugged dude and I I just don't think he's going to be phased by Connor but and then, and then he did that. Then he did that other thing with like the, the bringing in the kids and stuff. And I was like, "Ooh, maybe this. Maybe he accidentally went bing. Oh, he just shouldn't have well, talked about my kids. You know I, what I mean? I, I mean, I was watching his uh, facial reactions. I had that luxury yeah. to have the press conference on YouTube in front of me, and there, there were times where you was could, he getting them? His his patience was tested. He was yeah. sort of cranking his neck back oh. and forth in that. That way, and, and yeah, the, see, I couldn't see any of that. So I, we'll we'll go back and uh, watch some highlights. I'm sure yeah, that sounds young. good. But uh, listening to it, he sounded, uh, and maybe it's maybe we're losing a lot in translation. It's hard to shit talk through a translator. Um, but there's no translator. I'm talking. I'm speaking the fight before with Aldo. So I'm trying to compare the two. Okay. So. There's not, it's, it's not as easy to get the point across when you're going through a translator. So I'm saying, uh, just, just having Dos Anjos talk directly to him, it's, he sounded much more confident is what I'm saying. So maybe it's when the translator's speaking, he might not be a confident person. I don't know. I don't know about the translator. I don't know if, you know. So you're so saying a, Dos Anjos sounds more confident now than, than Jose did. What, because of the, for sure. Trans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm saying that, uh, for sure, but I'm that I'm speculating on what the reason could be for it. Um, but he didn't seem to uh, be going to take any shit from McGregor at all. What'd you think about uh, McGregor saying this one's for Brazil? That was all part of the press conference. <laughs> it was great. I mean, it was I mean great. his press release. Yeah, he yeah. yelled "Viva la Brazil!" Yeah. <laughs> and then he's and then uh, he's telling him. Uh, you have to learn Portuguese. Yeah, because he was saying it in Spanish. He was saying it in Spanish. <laughs> that was a good exchange those two had. He's like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. That, that's like if if you if you we're we're all going to the well, actually, it all matters. It all matters. It all matters. The, it all matters in the in the shit talk game. It all matters in the psychological game. I agree. If you're exploiting a little bit of an edge and you no, but and you see a you see a crack in your opponent's skin because they you can get under it, uh, and then you don't see that crack because you're not getting under it. Then it's a different, you know, it's a, it's a, it's well, a different thing. I'm just saying that, for instance, next Thursday, January 28th, I'm doing the roast battle show, and if I oh, had, how convenient <laughs> for that to happen at the Davis Square Theater. <laughs> Tickets at BostonComedyFest.com. So, boop, boop. say Paul and I were roasting each other, and I had a killer joke about how you were from Vermont. Yeah. It doesn't matter that you're actually from New Hampshire. If you point out, oh, I'm actually from New Hampshire, so, so you're, you're not going to give those anything. 
I, I'm saying, do you think that affected Conor McGregor at all? No, he no, no. He knew that that Gringo. But is if not you had Portuguese. to go down, it just didn't. I don't know. I'm not even saying one or the other would won there. I'm just saying it was Dos Anjos didn't sound like he. He sounded good there. He's like, uh, if you want to come over here, you're going to have to learn Portuguese. If you're going to want to talk shit in this, you're going to have to learn Portuguese because you're speaking Spanish right now. I thought he sounded good. Here's the point I'm trying to make. I thought yeah, he but sounded, I'm saying that it, it doesn't, you're saying it doesn't matter. No, I'm saying I it, think didn't, it was good. I didn't matter. You think it's good because he's able to talk. That's yeah. fine. Oh, Aldo had some things, but you just had to read them. Um, McGregor, it doesn't matter if McGregor bounces off to him. That's just saying you're too uh, much right, of a McGregor right, fan, right? But if but <laughs> no, if it ba- but, if it, but if it bounces off Dos Anjos as well, that does matter. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Why? Do you're too you're into play- McGregor. You're, you're too into McGregor. When you're playing a psychological game, <laughs> when you're in the middle of that psychological game, if you don't if you don't make any gains in it, then it's all for naught. If he makes gains in it, like he did with with Aldo, which he definitely made gains with it. But if he finds someone, like, here's, here's my take on it. So far, out of all the opponents that he's faced, he's matched up with him verbally better than anyone else, from my opinion. Well, also, you, we didn't have as much extensive media coverage of his back and forth with Poirier, but, but they right. certainly traded jabs and embeddeds leading up to, uh, that pay-per-view. Um, Good. You I'm guys, not saying it's a huge thing. Not a huge thing, something. but he got a little bit. He but got a something. little bit there. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely told Connor. He he kind of won up Connor just a bit, a bit, and that's not bad. <laughs> I don't know if he won up them. I don't know if it went up them, but he kept up with them, which is more than I can say with yeah, everyone else. Up, that he's that's got fine, in. Yeah. Give a, him some credit, kind of Matt. Is the point? I'm, the, <laughs> I'm saying that is. I explained it to you, and and it has nothing to do with being a fan of of, of a fighter. I'm just saying if someone calls you out on an inaccuracy in a much better zing on it's them. It's not just that point. <laughs> That's the only point we're talking about right now. No, we're talking about the entirety of the whole thing. It was interesting. You're talking about the one point. We're talking about the entirety of the whole back and forth. That's what I'm talking about. We br- He brought it up for a second about that, but I'm, I'm speaking in a generality about the whole back and forth between the two of them, not just this one particular Barb, which wasn't really a barb. I agree. It's just, it was just a, it was just, just a, a little funny, extreme. Just a funny so, point that yeah. he brought up, you know. It wasn't much. Uh, it was just, it was I just, he, he talked back instead of just, <laughs> instead of just taking it, taking it, taking I'm it. I'm laughing because I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching Matt Kona write down my, you know, so far. And what I, is he I, at? It looked like I was I'm at. I'm not counting that usage of the example, but you're at nine so far. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say it looked like eight, but <laughs> I was pretty close. Yeah. You know that one doesn't count. Okay, now um, back time in. That was a that was an ironic, you know. All right, so how do you? And think? that was a descriptive, you know. Did you like Connor's and that was a uh, call back? Please. Oops. All right. Did you like Connor's attire? That was pretty. It's pretty interesting. Again, I didn't see it. So. I, I did see it. I, I was in the car, but I was going back and forth from watching the road. <laughs> and watching the thing. <laughs> Paul's a little paranoid. Obviously. Paul's a little paranoid <laughs> driving. Oh, Paul started, driving? no, I was driving, but he was yelling at me while I was driving. My girlfriend's, <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend's almost broken up with me because I'm a horrible backseat driver. It's bad. Like, well, I was way more scared of, <laughs> I was way more scared of Paul Landwehr than I was of getting hit. He was like, oh, he, he just kept saying this over and over again. Oh my god, we're gonna get hit. I didn't even oh my god, say we're gonna get hit. Taking public transportation with him. 
<laughs> I also like that you, uh, your girlfriend drives and you sit in the back seat. That's nice. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Is that a true thing? No. No, okay. I drive. You just said you were back, you're a horrible backseat driver. Oh. No, what's it called? It's when a conaism. Oh my god. Take it. <laughs> Take your conisms when you get hey, them. There were two I like other. Them. I like the there were two other fighters at, at this press conference: <laughs> Holly Holm and Misha Tate, and, and Connor. Kind of a- answered a question that was directed to uh, his eventual successor, Dana White, or the man that Nick believes he will take over the UFC from as president. And he said that he wanted Holly to be on this card because she has Irish blood. Yeah, yes, and, and yeah. that was good. I like that. <laughs> and the Irish liked her. I mean, they serenaded her. I was with them. I was singing, yeah. I love you, babe, with all, all the crazy. I think Holly's going to win, but I think that was Misha's the best, that was great. the best, like, press conference. It was so much fun. It was so much fun to watch. Not just because I got to watch you on it. Uh, shouting like, out, shouting out to our then, to our then, didn't yeah. even exist yet. That's the best part, and it's yeah. in the. You, I've seen listen, it. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, I sent him uh, screenshots. Well, it's, it's in the uh, the opening thing. Like I edited it in. Yeah, you know, shout out to the MMAniacs podcast. It's, it's the awesome. little right when it the little kind of helicopter thing. Shook, 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 and then it drops out. Shout out to the MMAniacs. Shout out to Ireland as well. Yeah. Maybe we'll... <laughs> I left that out of it. But I know. You're... Uh, but uh, the, well, the MMAX is in there. And you hey, you don't know this, but nobody knows this. Nobody knows this because oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the only one that edited it. Okay. But... It's exclusive. This is, yeah, you're going to like this. You're going to like this. Okay. this is, you're going you're gonna to be a little tickled by it. Okay. Uh, that whole helicopter... Shum, 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 Yeah, I recall. That, that is a... Uh, Distorted, reversed, sped up version of you saying, shout out to the MMAniacs podcast. <laughs> wow. I didn't know I even did a helicopter impression. Yeah, no, I, I, I just, I, I, I just twisted that piece of uh, audio into a million different directions and I created that weird little shunk, 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 shunk. Wow, it's very dramatic. Well, yeah, thanks. and I created it. That is, you're just saying that like a thousand times. Well, I, I hope that's why we we've uh, got so many people to listen. It's just subliminal, right? Subliminal <laughs> reversed. Yeah, just shoved down their throat in machine gun fashion. <laughs> Who shoves a machine gun down a throat? No. Uh, do you know? No, I don't. Okay. If What's you the do know, name on making a murderer? tweet us. <laughs> oh yeah, him. I watched. Did you have you seen Arnie, making Arnie? a murderer? No, it's a freak me out. Artie, it's Ardell, Arby. Okay. Anders, Anderson, Ardley. Stephen is his name. Stephen is his first <laughs> name. I'm trying to think of his last name. Oh, Avery. Avery, there it is. I knew it started with an A. Okay. So like, I had Arby. that part down. Andy. Yeah, I had okay. Andy Arby. I had it started with an A. I was that far deep. That's right. Stephen Avery, that's right. That was the joke I was trying to make. And who would show us machine dinosaur? Stephen Avery. But it wasn't a machine. First of all, he didn't do it. Listen, I don't think. Okay. I've only Maybe seen four seen episodes. Okay. I've only seen four episodes. So I'm only. You should have started gonna, you, with that. I haven't seen any, no. You haven't seen any? No. Do you want to be spoiled? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, if anybody's, do candy if anybody's, and flowers. So don't yeah, spoil yeah, yeah, me. Don't, I don't want to be spoiled. Well, let's so don't not say anything spoil it before. at all. Let's not, we don't talk. <laughs> we don't have to talk. about. I guess I don't have to spoil because anything. I'm any, only four episodes in. So M.M. If making you a murderer. Your brain and wrap your brain <laughs> around M.M. where four episodes was. I don't remember. That's, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's, 
Eleven. Uh, that's eleven. <laughs> uh, I see a gazelle up there. He's here because I put him there. Gods recognize gods. Ooh, those, that's those, ooh, a little. That's, <laughs> those are my three favorite quotes from the. And I think "Gods recognize gods" is a fucking million selling T-shirt right now. Yeah, probably. I picture. I, I just probably. pictured in my head. Someone could probably do a cooler rendition. Uh, and if you can, make it to us. Send it to us at mmaniacspodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, send Pic- the picture. send the send us a, a T-shirt there. No, no, email us a a, a image and we'll Uh-oh. make the T-shirt. All right, we have our own T-shirts too. Get them from yes, us. We do. They're fifteen dollars. Yeah, uh, when he said Jesus and I are cool, I cracked up. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Like, he just we, said it like we, I think we both laughed. I yeah. laughed about that. Me and Jesus are cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gods recognize gods. Ah. And I think that co-main event's going to be awesome too. Misha Tate and Holly Holm. Oh my god. That's going to be great. I think Holly Holm will take it, but Misha Tate's great. <laughs> I think Misha Tate's going to get lit the she fuck could. up. She could. She could. I think she's going to get lit. I love Misha Tate. Lit. I do too. I, I think know. it's going to I think she's great. No, but I'm I with think, you. I think I think Holly's going to get lit the fuck up. Yeah. I think I think we could possibly see the first ever Five round um, bantamweight championship, Win- mm. women's, women's bantamweight yeah. championship. Even though it's not called the women's bantamweight championship anymore, but you know what I mean. Because we saw a five round bantamweight championship on Sunday. Boom, boom, tra- transition. Pa-pow, pa-pow. Dominic- pa-pow, transition to where were we Sunday? Dominic Cruz reclaiming the crown he never lost in the octagon. By defeating TJ Dillashaw by split decision in the main event. Uh, and I call, and thanks to all the fans that we, we met, um. There were so uh, many, there were so many people that, that was making, uh, it really caught me off guard how many people stopped me because I had the shirt on and went, Hey, I listened to your podcast. There was five different people that I didn't know from Adam and I can only, I don't remember two of them, but there was uh, a guy, I think he was from New York, Joe Trevino. He was the guy that emailed us, and then he, we saw him at the way. Oh yeah, who asked about the? Who asked about where the, the hotel was that the fighters were staying? And in. I gave him the wrong information. Sorry, <clears throat> Joe. Um, I, I, my guess was a different guess. He said he found out when I was talking to him at the weigh-ins. He said he'd found out from from somebody else along the line, and he was already there. And he went and got a bunch of pictures, and then they, I guess, they kicked him out of the lobby. <laughs> uh, but I, when I went, I played it way cooler. <laughs> yeah, first you started by going to the wrong Weston. First I started by going to the Nick tells me, there's a lot I, of cosplayers here. I go, it's all like cosplay and LARPing. <laughs> it's all cosplay and LARPing over here. I was like, what a weird combination with MMA fighters. Like, they're going to be walking around. They're, you're gonna Everyone hear about thinks it. they're a warrior. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> is everybody dressed up like a Xena warrior princess than there are actual real warriors walking around here? Um but I, so I went to the wrong Weston and I just, uh, I brought a guy over there who was going to Laugh Boston. I was like, oh, I just saw the word Weston. And I went, oh, Weston. Oh, I want to go. That's, that must be the one. I know that I sent you that because I, I knew where they were at. Uh, yeah. It was a different one, different part of town. Yeah. But, but you ended so, up finding it and. So I found it. I went there and I hung out a little bit and I, you know, I, I played it cool. I just, I didn't you go, did play cool because I, I was I, I asked you, oh, did you get some pictures? Did you get some, you're like, no, I just looked at it. Yeah, I played it so. I played, well, when I first got there, I you know I wanted to sit and uh, 
God damn it. He just marked another one. I'm at like 15 already. Uh, 13. 13. Uh, you might have, might have missed a couple. Um, <clears throat> so when I first got there, I just wanted to chill out and just observe for a little bit and not like Russian, but you know, you also don't want to, Walk up to people and like bother them. You don't want to interrupt the conversation. You don't want to interrupt the conversation. So like there was, you know, there was a cra- uh, Chris Lytle and Matt Mitrione and a few other guys and they were all sitting and they were all talking, you know, and God damn it. This is going to work. This is going to work. I think this is going to work, Matt Kona. <laughs> no, cause, cause, you're I'm, cause I'm looking furious. at you. Cause I, cause I'm looking at you every time you mark it down. So I think it's going to work. I think we're going to, I think you're going to, you're going to Pavlov me. <laughs> Out of this, you know, habit. All right. Um, you don't want to interrupt. We should start a drinking them. game. Start oh a drinking my God. game for people at home. No way. Every time you'll every, have to stay here every yeah. podcast. Yeah, no, not me, <laughs> oh, but okay. the people at home. Oh, okay. The people that are listening have yes. to drink every time. Every time I say those two words. Um, so you don't want to interrupt a conversation that's happening. You don't want to walk up to two people that are like, you know. Fucker! <laughs> you know what? Especially going to start swearing. You need like a dog collar. Just zap it every time. Uh, so, uh, but the Ross what? Pearson was there. I saw Ross, but he was with his girlfriend or wife. And they were walking by. You're extra conscious about fighters that are fighting the next of course, day, too. I, of course, I never, never would I ever want to interrupt any of you know if. The but guy's focused. If somebody's sitting there focused and they're just trying to, I would never want to interrupt him. But I saw, uh, uh, I saw um, Dominic Cruz in the lobby, and he was there with like six of his buddies, and they were just cutting it up. He was as cool as a fucking cucumber, as cool as a cucumber the night before the biggest fight of his life, and just showed no signs of wear and tear, and was not concerned at all was joking with people was shaking hands and so i took the opportunity when i saw that things had lulled down he was kind of standing there by himself and i walked over and uh you know you can see you can see it you know when someone's walking towards you no that didn't count you that doesn't <laughs> okay count. okay that doesn't right. count that's Go part on. of the story you okay. know okay. when okay. someone's okay. walking towards you i'm I, trying to say that i, I could probably nice. leave said, the mark though Go said on. That. i will i'll save <laughs> yeah, it for you, the next one you can leave it for the next <laughs> one. i'll just go like this okay um yeah. So, so as a as a, a, a person that uh, you know, as a fellow he, as journalist, a, you know him being famous. Uh, oh, I did say it. I was trying to figure go out where the sentence. On. I I didn't hear where I said it. Um, <laughs> him being famous, he's used to people you know walking up, so he can tell um, when somebody wants to come up and say something so he can see he sees me as i'm you know 20 feet away and he makes eye contact <laughs> and uh you got him to do a promo i did i did a promo Fuck which yeah. is uh which uh, at this point i haven't made it yet but i'm going to say will be at the beginning of this so you heard it at the <sighs> beginning of this show uh i'm going to i'm going to add that promo in uh, you got Dominic Cruz? Yeah, Dominic Cruz oh. did a, hey, this is Dominic Cruz. You're listening to the That's MMA awesome. podcast. I saw the area. I didn't get Hawaiian a picture, one. though. I didn't get a picture, and great. I didn't get, I forgot all my cards, all my MMA cards in the car, and so I didn't get any signatures. So We got a few fighters who, who I, I met a couple guys over the weekend uh, who were very nice and, and signed some cards. So in the future, we might have some contests where we give some away, or if you leave a review, we'll send you one, maybe. Yeah. 
because we got yeah, we have gonna photos get... of them, and that's cool. I don't need. Yeah. I've got. I'm already a hoarder. I've got a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, it'll and, be. It'll be. That'll be a nice thing to send off to people. You know, here's a. Damn it! I saw it. So you... I tried to catch it halfway out. I was like, you lure it, you lure do do do. Hey, you lure. So All prizes, right. thanks. Well, we'll uh, listeners, tune in or send us uh, your your favorite tweets or something. We'll give you something. Just if you email us and specifically ask me for a Mike Brown autographed MMAniacs postcard, yeah. I will send it to you. Postage is on me. I Ooh, got yeah, the stamp. Okay. I got the stamp. Can I just All ask right. you for it? Because I want to mind a Matt Brown. <sighs> we don't. We, we don't do it for staff. Oh. So. Uh, even though you are custodial staff, yeah, you know, it's Mike yeah. Brown, not Matt Brown, though. Oh, okay, so, all right. Mike Brown, still a uh, former WEC yep. champion. Beat your eye, Faber. You know that's Faber. a big, that's a big one. Great lost cornerman. To Brian yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Brian Bowles. Yeah, yeah. lost to Brian Bowles yeah. and pop for steroids. Mm. Not weird, little guy. Didn't even look like what it. What happened to Brian Bowles? Anyway, but pop for steroids. It's bizarre. I can, oh, I can look Cohen's up what look happened. Up. Brian Bulls, where are they now? Yeah. Fight right. Pass Behind is, the music. Fight Pass is producing uh, a show that I, I was lucky enough to get a little preview of. And um, I don't remember the name of the fighter, but they're doing some segments about where are they now? And this was a, a guy who was on, uh, I believe, season three. It was Tito versus Shamrock. Right. Tough enough. Yep. And he was a guy who... The same he, one Ed Herman was on. He lost his fight, and he got the opportunity to come back and take someone's place who had been injured. Yeah. And he passed it up because he had oh, only fought... Uh, oh, it was... Uh, I know who it was. It was Tate Fletcher. That's right. So they did a... <laughs> ha! Look at that shit! That was good. Look at that! <laughs> Tate Fletcher. It was Tate so, Fletcher. I only remember because he was he, he was good friends with Eddie Bravo and uh, and Joe Rogan and and he was good he was he was friends with um with one of the coaches too. So from that season. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing whoever he, his coach was, they were friends and it was uh the whole thing was like I, I was that really disappointed me. I was like, dude, what are you doing on the fucking show? Right. What are you doing on the show? Why are you on the show? Okay, so you're just, you've given up. You don't want to do it. But he did. I mean, that's true. It, it is. Tate Fletcher didn't, uh, now, now I take it back. I think he did fight on the, I did, he, I think he did fight on the, the, um, the ultimate fighter finale, if I remember correctly. Mm, I, might be, I would, I, might I don't be think wrong. so because that was a pretty epic moment. He was given a chance to come back to fight his way back into the house and he said no. So I, no, you're right. He did you're right. fight, you're right. but not in the UFC and he, right. he retired a little. So anyway, fight pass is well, it, right now, now the thing that he does is he and, um, I'm about to tell you, I oh, saw this ahead, fight go pass. Ahead, go, go ahead. Sorry, they, go they ahead. screen this show that shows what they're doing now oh. and, 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 and he's, <laughs> With the coffee, he's selling, man coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's selling coffee. Uh, he still has a gym and he's training in, uh, alright, Brian Bulls. Maybe he'll have one, but probably not. <laughs> They're probably not be like, hey, what, what's up with former steroid users? Okay. Early And career. that's with, uh, the caveman coffee is Tate Fletcher and, um, Keith Jardine. Are there guys that, that own that too? So Bulls <laughs> failed his UFC 160 drug test, elevated testosterone levels, Mm-mm-mm. and then he was released from the UFC March 2nd, 2015. So just last year, 
but yeah. oh, wow. I hadn't heard much of those. But <clears throat> he was a. But for, when was the last time he fought? Um, I believe it was 160. That's the. Could that be? All right, let's see. Uh, yeah, no. Well, sorry. Wikipedia. Whatever that top one he, is, the last the last fight, fight he, was May twenty fifth, two thousand thirteen. Yeah, one, okay. at oh, one sixty. Wow. Yeah, so it's two and a half years ago. Yeah, that's my birthday. If anyone wants to send me uh, May sixteenth gifts, twenty fifth. May twenty fifth. Yeah, May twenty fifth. You a Taurus? International Kona Day. The Gemini. The Gemini. Gemini. He's a Gemini, and so am I. Yeah. My dad's a Gemini, and he's a twin. Was, my mother was May twenty fourth. Really? Yes. Isn't that weird? Wow. My mother was May twenty fourth. Wow. I was like both the, Gemini's. That's me cool. And my dukes. I like wow. that Gemini was also um, a main boss in Mega Man Three. <laughs> Mega Man. Oh, all right. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was never good at Mega Man. No, I, was, uh, I, was I don't either. think I ever played Mega Man. Is that a video game? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fun. I. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a Rubik's cube. <laughs> Whatever. Uh. We no, have fun uh, here. We have fun. But I uh, have a I have a Xbox 360, and lately I've been into Fall Fallout Fallout. Yeah, Fallout. that's been my thing. My Pip Boy. I got my Pip Boy. Will you buy the UFC game when that comes out? It's in not as interesting. That, you know, uh, damn it! I saw that one happening. <laughs> um, my the only time I ever played the UFC game, I have the if I, if I, I the buy it, UFC can game. I bring it over? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I have the other UFC game, and me and my wife used to just beat each other up. That was our. That was the only time I ever used it. Was we'd pick different people, and beat the crap out of. I each have other. the one for PS4. It's pretty good. Yeah, they they and what you didn't probably hear in the press conference that they played a small promo before it, but there's three characters that are hidden. If you pre-order it, you can get hmm. Boss Rutan. Nice. Oh yeah. Only one UFC fight. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Lee. Zero UFC fights. <laughs> and the Mike third Tyson? character? Nice. Iron Mike Tyson. Nice. Zero oh, That UFC one's exciting. Fights. Yeah. I wonder how Although, his takedown defense I is. I think there's... <laughs> when are they going to get Dana White in there? <laughs> hey, the the uh, the Nevada State Athletic Commission passed uh, him to fight, but yeah. Tito Ortiz did not show up. That's true. I would have loved to see him. Me too. It was just supposed to be a boxing match. Yeah. It's still compelling. If you have Fight Pass, you can go... There's an hour long bad blood special that, that I've seen that, yeah, that. Uh, yeah. back in the day it's when very it was well going done. on. Yeah. yeah. But it's fun. Yeah. It's it's de- definitely worth checking out. Um Brian Bowles probably won't see I can't believe I remembered that, but yeah, I was never a fan of him. Uh, I was I was indifferent. He didn't excite me. I remember him the WC he was I just can't believe a guy that small, like that when they say like like they they're worried about like you know like Jose Aldo maybe taking steroids. I just I never think of little guys as taking steroids, but you know they do. Yeah. I guess <laughs> it, <laughs> it just seems hard to make size. weight. That's the all. The thing is, is, well, steroids it helps you bounce back from your workouts. True, truth. So yeah. I think that's what they're doing it for. He, he's not yeah. trying to get huge because he still has to adhere to the weigh-ins that's the good day point. before. And he's almost, if he's being, if he knows he's being tested before and after the fights, he's not shooting steroids into his butt after the weigh-ins to get bigger. You're just going to rehydrate yeah. in different ways. I wish they would let them do the, um, uh, the hydration, IV? the IVs. I yeah. wish they would Why? let that happen. Why? 
Just health-wise, it protects the fighters. No, no it's unhealthy it to. It's, not healthy. it's unhealthy, it's unhealthy to, to lose use, all that weight. <laughs> it's unhealthy to have to rely on IVs to to rehydrate. If you come in at a more natural weight, then you don't have to lose as much weight, and yeah. you don't have to rehydrate like that. Yeah. So it's a way better thing for fighters to not do it in the long run. In the short term, if people are still coming in at shit weight and trying to lose all that weight and they can't rehydrate, it's not good. But it's gonna it's gonna teach people to have to come in at a more reasonable weight. So if I'm fighting 155, I've got to come in at 163. And then I shed that last eight pounds, but I want to be walking around at 163 for a month or a month and a half before my fight. And then that last day I can drop eight pounds. But when you're coming in and you're dropping 15 pounds the day of, that's when it gets really dangerous and that's where it gets really hinky. If you're dropping 15 pounds and then you're trying to put that back on with an IV, it's an unnatural way to, 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 for your, it's totally unnatural for your body. There's, that doesn't happen in nature in any fucking way. There, it can't happen. It's impossible. So it, it's, it's not, it's not a good thing for your body to do. So you come, if you come in at a more natural weight and then you lose just a little bit of weight, it's a better thing. It's a better thing. You know, I think the World Series of Fighting, damn it. Uh, I think the World Series of Fighting is doing a good thing. Um, it's unfortunate that it took somebody having to die to make some real changes. What do you mean one championship? You said World Series of Fighting. What did I say? World Series of Oh, I meant one, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. my one championship. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, it's, I mean, even, it's much better what the UFC is doing, which getting rid of rehydration through an IV at all because they're using USADA's thing as well as trying to teach people more healthy ways to rehydrate. Right. I mean, one championship, uh, yeah, what they're doing is good, but it's a little bit too late and, Someone's already died. There's probably been much more deaths that we, we don't even know about because they've happened in the amateur ranks or not on a big level. And even one championship is, it's, it's still kind of a lower tier. I mean, they're in China, right? Right. I don't know. My impression was that, that if the bigger guy does have to cut down so much that I thought I, I didn't know the science of it. I just, I, and my impression was that taking away the IV will, yes, bring in people who are more normal to the size, but when you have a big guy cut down because he's going to do it, because they kind of cut that rule out just immediately, you know, and they, some people well, were already lined up. In I just thought it was healthier term. for him to, all, all of a sudden now, let's get him, you know, let's, let's get that water right back into him. But I don't know the science of it. My impression well, that's was the that thing. It, in the short term, yeah. if you're looking at, from the moment that they made that choice. Yeah, because it right just happened. Then, right then, as people are in camp, and it's too late for them to that's, come in as a healthy what, yeah. weight, that's the, that's, the only, that's the one window of time yeah. where it's not a healthy thing for people. But after that, after people get used Learn to it... Learn how to do it correctly. Gonna, right. It's going to force them to have that. to do it just, correctly because yeah. they're not going to... It's impossible for them to come in and drop 15 pounds or 18 pounds on the day of the fight and to get back to, you know... Ah! Nick, cutting uh, weight. We gotta cut case right. by case. Anyway, that weight cutting didn't look like a problem for Cruz or Dillashaw. They both looked fresh. Cruz looked a little gone at the at the weigh-ins. But you saw him how many hours later? He looked he looked good in the hotel, you know, and it was fucker. <laughs> it was uh. Five hours later or four hours later or something like that. 
So that's great. And the fight, five rounds, I thought it was an awesome fight. Watching from the stands, I had it 4-1, Cruz. I think you could have yep. scored could've, it 3-2. Three, two. Three, two. I had it 3-2. You had it 4-1. I think the the uh, fifth I round was, was really close. To Dillashaw had a very strong round, but Cruz dealed with some adversity and, and came back, got out of a bad position at, at one point, and his foot was as well as he was hiding it by continuing the sort of quasi neo foot movement as some people call it it was badly hurting him it, yeah, as well, evident I'm... after the fact with the fact that he was limping and Paul you stayed until after the um I saw him limp off yeah he had to be carried at one point he couldn't yeah. even make the entire walk from the octagon to the dressing rooms backstage Call them the dressing rooms. Well, that's scary. That's, that's scary for somebody who's that injury prone. It's just like, well, he uh, said it's he, plantar fasciitis, which is a, a, a form of arthritis in the heel. Mm. So hopefully, it's not as uh, dire as ligament replacement or a t- or a torn groin. But as Cruz said after the press conference, he's he just wants to be in the moment and enjoy you know what? it. Yeah. He should eat grass fed, massaged beef. <laughs> Steak for all lunch. day. Yeah, what was he saying? What was steak that thing for we breakfast? Talking? Steak for lunch. Steak. And what did he say? It was grass-fed, massaged beef. Massaged beef every all, day. Every day, all day. I feel great. <laughs> this is the McGregor press conference. Uh, yeah. yeah. And Coach Kavanaugh said, "You've seen him on salad. Where do you see him on steak?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, damn. But Cruz, hey, let's talk about, and this was his first real fight to talk up, but he was a gigantic fan favorite. The Garden went crazy yeah, it for him. Crazy. Both at the weigh-ins. Yeah, the weigh-ins were, you know, it really bummed me out for, uh, for TJ. Okay, uh, I don't but, agree with the booing. Yeah, it's not, I, but I, I understand, would, I understand, I, would, I understand rooting. I understand rooting for, for the guy that you like, but then booing the other guy, it's like, uh, you know, I. Ah, Let me stop you there, sound it's, effect it's, guy. <laughs> you don't have to verbally. Re- everyone, that's probably going to be more annoying to than people. Than the knows, right? Yeah. Um, so just fucking take it on the chin. <laughs> and right, fight take it like it, a man, okay? fight through it. Yes. Be like Dominic Cruz and pretend like your foot isn't broken. Right. And uh, but I, okay. If you're gonna boom at the weigh-ins. Whatever. The booze at going into the fight. This guy is a champion. He's an exciting fighter. He is. And he did an amazing job against Burrell, a guy who hadn't lost in 10 years. He made him look like a fucking amateur. Twice. Twice. Beat the fucking brakes off him. Maybe so even more to, so the second time around. So you have to give him props for that, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, but I think that, that here's the thing. The, we, we started the press conference and we started talking about the Conor McGregor press conference at the beginning of the show conor mcgregor's shadow is over the ufc as a whole i wasn't there on december 17th in florida but i would not be surprised at all if they were selling mcgregor stuff at the ufc merchandise stands along with the other shirts they were selling selling at the way in they were selling what i thought was a conor mcgregor fight kit but actually said boston on the back but you know who the fuck Put that there. <laughs> and they, were, they were selling the Conor McGregor Notorious shirt. They were selling Ireland hats. There was no one from Ireland there. They know that McGregor is not only is he huge in Boston, he's big everywhere. Yeah. 
And Especially Boston. He's, he's, but he's making the money. So I think that a lot of the booze, and we heard people even yell out and start chants of snake in the grass, which yeah. is a reference <laughs> from what Connor said to TJ at Tough. Well, I think you're right. I think it's all, it all relates to what Connor McGregor said about TJ Dillashaw. That's the whole catalyst for people booing, I think. Yeah. I think you're completely correct on yeah. that. Yeah. So it's not that they respect, and, and, Ariel Holwani was talking on the FS1 post-fight show with Cruz afterwards about how he's in a different position because during his championship reign, people were booing him because of that's what happens when there's not a lot of activity in a fight. But the crowd and you yourself, you were coming out of your seat at him slipping punches and, and going crazy and like defense because it i thought it was exciting it was really exciting it's so to me. impressive especially if it was amazing just watching cruz go was like god damn look at that like he had look missed at a how beat. more than that more than he hadn't missed a beat he hadn't missed a beat and he got better yeah. oh i haven't fought in four years guess what suck a dick because here i am <laughs> yeah that's gonna be our cruise shirt. Suck a dick. That's gonna be our. Here I am. That's gonna be our cruise shirt. Guess what? Suck a dick. We need to. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, we'll make that as soon as we sell out of the first run of shirts. We'll, we'll oh no! You know what? I got it. I figured it out. You know, is the new how about it? <laughs> Nick used to say how about it a lot. It uh, laugh free or die. Yeah, which still happens every Wednesday at Murphy's Tap Room. Every Wednesday Manchester. at Murphy's, hosted by Tyler Morrow. These days, he's doing a fine, fine job. Fellow podcaster as well. Have you? You should go. He has a funny show with fellow uh, MMA fan and listener Ray Bryant. Shout out to him and uh, the newest member of the Boston Comedy Softball team, Matt Miller. So shout out to those two guys. Real men's podcast. Real men's podcast. Yeah, yep. I, I was a guest uh, on it in the past. It's a fun time. Uh, how about it used to be your, right. your signature catchphrase. I even put it on a t-shirt. But if you said how about <laughs> it in conversation a lot, <laughs> that would be great. I mean, you were the host of the show. So traditionally, you, you say how about it for the last guy. But how about it? It's a rallying cry. Yeah, there were two two uh, battle cries that came out of Laugh Free or Die. One was How About It, the other one was 50 Bucks. 50 Bucks. 50 Bucks. It's not the same as a thousand G's, baby. A thousand G's. If you watch the UFC 194 <laughs> reaction videos, that's a favorite of mine. But, okay, so the, this card coming in looked amazing on paper, but a few things did not go the way that I thought that they would. And I'm not oh. talking about my – I didn't have the best – Night of picks. I think I got. I was seven and six with my total picks. Yeah. I was still the best of us three, and we, I think I did six and seven. But because my thing didn't change on my actual, you thing, still would I be did, second place. I think. I think we were tied for second. I think I got second. Oh, okay. You you did because we were counting what my what my program said, but it didn't. It didn't take my change. Uh, we're talking about my program. Talk about the UFC fantasy app. <laughs> I'm just talking in old man lingo. I was watching Your my stories. Mario's watching my stories. <laughs> I was watching my programs. No, uh, so the, the UFC fantasy app, I put in my picks and I changed a couple picks. And when I did it, I didn't hit the save button. So I had different picks that I thought I had put into my 
app here, but it didn't save properly. And so based on that, I came in third place. But based on my actual picks, I, th- tied I think we're tied for second. Split yeah. decision for second place. Ed Herman was impressive. It was, it was nice that to see him. That is not how I thought that fight was no, going to go. not at all. <laughs> He didn't look, he didn't look that good at the weigh-ins. He looked a little bloated. He looked a little puffy. I like how he just went for it though in that fight, man. His he face just went looked for red. It. I love well, it. He's, and a, I'm, he's a ginger. Yeah, man, I'm an Ed Herman fan. I've been, you know, I've been watching him for a long, long time, even when I say, you know, hey, hey. Uh, he was on the season three. Season three of the Ultimate Fighter. That was the teammate Ortiz. of Tate yep. or, or Cast, or, castmate. Or I don't castmate, remember if he was right. on the same team. Castmate. Um, Tim Bush. But he was one of my favorites uh, out of that season. Um, Kendall Grove, right? He was in that one, wasn't he? I think so. I think so. That was Kendall the one Grove. that Kendall Grove won. Yeah. Well, we also took um, fan picks from people that I've met at Open Workouts and a couple at, after the weigh-ins and I went through them there I made a YouTube playlist you can check it out see if you made if you made the cut nice. uh we also had a, a special guest a guy who um I was actually surprised I didn't see him during the Open Workouts but I caught him on the street afterwards and I wasn't sure if it was him but I had everyone start the video by saying your name and and wouldn't you know it, it was the first Irishman to ever fight in the UFC, Tom Egan, who, uh, who is also a training partner of, of Conor McGregor's, worked on Team McGregor for uh, the last season of Tough. So the reason that he was, I mean, he lives in Boston, but he was cornering Mehdi Baghdad right, in, who was, in uh, his fight on the FS1 prelims. Who was on Team McGregor in... Yeah, Team Europe right. representing, Team Europe. Yep. and uh, it d- didn't go great for Mehdi, unfortunately. But not at the weigh-ins where there was a snafu about getting him. Na- one guy didn't know how to hold up. The- oh yeah, Mehdi had a. There was a Mehdi show there. Mehdi's Mehdi was hanging out. Chris Wade got a got an eye full, but I, <laughs> yeah, I whoever I, was sitting up in the front row got all kinds of dick in their face. <laughs> <laughs> well, one kind of dick. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so, but I, I tallied everyone and, and there, were, I asked three questions who you thought was going to win the main event, co-main event, and what would be fight of the night. And there was essentially a large tie. I tied for first with several other people. And my pick, of course, was Cruz. My pick for the semi-main event was Eddie Alvarez. I had both of those, but my fight of the night, was Mitrione and Brown, which uh. was derailed with... It might have been the image of the night, seeing <laughs> yeah, the size sure. of... After two eye pokes, <laughs> which was almost an entirely new conversation about Travis Brown. Uh, and If he should have been taking a, a point off, but it didn't really matter. But I just want to say, Dandy from London also got two out of three. He was the only person that I asked, besides myself, that picked Alvarez, and he had him all the way. Uh, and he also picked Cruz. So those were his two. Tom Egan picked Cruz and Cruz Dillashaw for Fight of the Night. And no one got everything wrong. A few people only got one right. Chris May, Matthew Chu, and uh, and the guy whose name I didn't get, but we interviewed in front of an ambulance outside the Wang Theater. Wanging it. Mehdi Baghdad. I think the you, Wang you, Theater. Yeah, you interviewed him, and I was talking to Joe Trevino. Oh, gotcha. Uh, 
Joe's getting all kinds of plugs this show. Oh, I also wanted to say hi to AJ. So AJ from Nashua, who pulled me out of line at the at the event when we were at the fights and said, "Hey, hey, I'm AJ. I listen to your podcast." Nice. I was like, "Oh, cool. Where do you where do you live?" I live in Nashua, but I listen to you guys when I'm at work. I love it. You make me laugh. So, <laughs> so that was really cool, you know. Uh, yeah. Just, and I almost wanted to ask him, "Wow, did you just start a new job?" <laughs> yeah, we only got four podcasts, so. Maybe listen to him over and over again. <laughs> we just make him laugh that much. Yeah. That, and then it gets into Creepy Zone. <laughs> Uncle I've listened, Creepy. I like it uh, on the third episode, the way you say the word and. The way, the way you say the word and. Mm. It's, it's like a pate. It's like a pate. The way you say the word and. It's like a fun, it's like a wine. Ross Pearson, uh, for me, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Ross Pearson, and uh, he's he's that guy who just he has all the tools, but he just for some reason I feel like he wants to, but he just can't seem to hit the target. Uh, he he's so impressive on the mitts, but he just he he lost another decision, and uh, I I it's, was very excited. He's to see such him, but, a roller coaster. Road. I don't know if you listened to I'm talking to Paul now. I don't know if you listened to last week's episode, but I was talking about. Did you? Yes. Talking about some of it. How Ross Pearson is such a roller coaster of his last his last six fights. Yeah. Win loss, win loss, win loss. Yeah. He has so, all the tools, he has everything. He's very talented, he's amazing, but something stops him. I don't know if he's been rocked and he's worried about getting rocked again. I don't know what it is. But he I love him and I was super excited to see him and he just he didn't pull the trigger. He didn't go for it, in my opinion. But hey, I'm not a fighter, so I can't can't blame him. I just I love him. And if he's listening right now, I still support you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, Ross. Ross Pearson, always listen to the Emma Maniacs podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If oh, that's true. From day one. Since day one, the same team. That's right. Um, Anthony Pettis, I, uh, I don't know if it was Ariel or someone said they, uh, they finally, uh, the book has been written for Anthony Pettis now. Eddie Alvarez beat him up, but. I love Anthony Pettis. I wish that he was. Well, I mean, he, Dos Anjos kind of. I mean, he had the advantage of smashing his orbital lobe with with the first punch, mm, but he definitely. Right. He, if you put Anthony Pettis is an incredible kicker. Mm-hmm. Don't let him kick you. You have a better chance of surviving the night. Yep. And Eddie uh, Alvarez just grinded him up against the cage. Punched him when he had to. Didn't let him do what he does best. Yeah, dirty box. Dirty wrestling. You know, just kept that fight grimy. I couldn't believe it when one judge scored it. What in the for for Pettis? Uh, I don't yeah. see who was that. It was it was either it was either Sal D'Amato or Kevin Weeks. It was one of those two. But something happened. People I, I were know that, in the uh, meme circuit. They were saying that Matt Mitrione was the judge for uh, that scored it for Pettis, <laughs> and they picked he the was big, blind. <laughs> big eye is that a meme? Ball. It is. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. funny. I'm, so I'm giving I'm giving credit to the internet for that. You see, John Jones say to Travis meme. Brown, "Oh, that's my favorite move." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is it? The eye poke. That's my favorite move. Did you Who see that tweet? It? John Jones. Oh <laughs> no. John. I made a meme though. It was a, it was a talking the mic. I'm trying to find it so I can. You can move your phone. phone. It's a mobile phone. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, mm. I made a meme with Matt Mitrione, and it was a, it was a quote from. Um, you're if you're you're just you're you're putting my uh, earplugs out because of that when you're leaning on that thing. 
Um, Your plugs are out. Uh, okay, Nick. It? There we go. It's good right now. Just don't Nick, move. <laughs> Nick's looking through his phone for a meme that he made. <laughs> Laying down. We're almost. not gonna. We're not gonna be able to see the meme. Go to. By the time this comes out, yeah, Nick go check will it out. Have, I'll have posted it somewhere. Check it on Instagram right. at MMAniacs. Perfect. Fuck it now. We've Done. both seen it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I also made a, 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 a the, right. the American Gringo meme. It. Everyone can Herberter. tell us what your favorite meme is <laughs> in an iTunes review or comments, and then everything will be right in this digital world. Put it in the form of a question with the hashtag, how about it? <laughs> how about it? How about you answer my question? <laughs> Uh, what other what other fights jumped out at you? A, a lot of people that I had polled of of the fans had picked Felder Krushank to be uh, their fight of the night. I thought it was good. I was glad that Felder got the finish. I had picked Krushank, but Felder had lost two decisions. He was yeah. on his way to, in my opinion, losing a third decision, but he took control. He never he gave was. up. He he choked Krushank out. Like a desperate man, and and I believe that Krushank yeah, passed Krushank, out. He didn't even tap. Yeah, but I mean, those are both. Two I think Krushank was definitely winning that fight. Felder needed to. Felder needed the finish, and he found it. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what? I was thinking about this yesterday, um, and oh, just that every time you do that, whatever you, do, it just cuts it right out. Your leg. I yeah. Think. There you go. Right there. It's perfect. There we go. Um. So the pay-per-view um, versus the fight night, right? So um, if you're watching the pay-per-view, it's kind of like a build-up in a comedy show. You just no one, most people don't like intermissions. Every single fight, there'd be the fight, then this long 10, 15 minutes before the next fight for the you know the commercials and stuff. Yeah, you mean the main card? Oh, that took forever. Uh, there was, was a, there was a like, ton of commercials. Well, this was all. In- TV, this was not a pay-per-view, so like, that's, that's why there were so many commercials. Well, no, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, I've been to both pay-per-view and then. It's like, oh, my God, I, like, keep these I fights think, going. I think that's what he's saying. <laughs> okay, I thought you were talking, you were comparing Fight Pass to... The, no, the, no, the, I'm, I'm saying that the, the, um, no, no, I'm saying, uh, Fight Night, um, the Fight Night compared to the pay-per-view. It's just the pay-per-view, you know, it just, it's go, it's smooth, it goes the whole time, the, the build-up goes, but every time you got excited about the fight, the fight would be over, and then all of a sudden, like, uh, there'd be just like 15 minutes, 20 minutes before they even brought the next, introduced the next fight. It took right. forever. It was just like, I don't know, I, I like uh, the pay-per-view like thing. Matt live, D- live was. It's like Matt D's joke. Great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got ran over by a, I got ran over by a limousine. Limousine, the it day. took forever, yeah. yeah. Okay. Matt D. Shout Matt out to D. Matt D. Shout out to Matt D. Um, I was just trying to explain that as an audience member, I was like, geez, these fight nights are, they're, I love the fights, but geez, when you're in the audience, you know, I'm going to remember that. I'd rather go to a pay-per-view because I don't want to have to wait. At the same time, a pay-per-view 15. is essentially the same amount of time. Amount of time. And, and you have to they, wait between fights. They don't wait long though. Not like that. That was, that was long. Those are also well. They long... aren't the the only thing about the pay per view is they aren't beholden to time slots. So you might you're probably only talking about they are of minutes. though. Pay per view has a has an out time, or you have and this doesn't right, come up that much in UFC. Right, but it's only a beginning and an ending. Not like a uh, not like a uh, televised event where you have to have time slots every so many minutes. There has to be a certain break for a certain amount of time. So it's not that's a it's a different concept. 
It's not. A, it wasn't a this huge. Is very show. thrilling. Just, <laughs> no, what the fuck are we talking about? Uh, what a who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, you're I was spoiled. I was spoiled with the pay per view. I didn't want to have to wait. Landwehr, what pay per view? What pay per view were you? Are you even talking about? Oh, you know what? I I don't even care. I'm just trying to. I'm just. I am just trying to Was chime in a couple of times. You two are. You two are used to each other in the pockets. I'm just trying to chime in with something once in a while. That's all. Just trying to give my opinion how I felt when I was there. I was like, in between every fight, twenty minutes. I'm like, come there on. There were five fight pass fights, and those went bang, bang, bang. Those went bang, bang, bang. And that was nice. That was. I loved it. Because there were no commercials. Right? Yeah, and I and that was. I like the pace. Is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Fair enough. That it, there were, I mean, people complained on, on the internet. Just, I mean, there was a, a ton of commercials for, for that. And I DVR the post-fight show so I could go back and watch it. And where it began is the beginning of the main event. So I actually missed possibly about a half an hour of the post-fight show because it didn't start for over a half an hour. So. Yeah, things yeah. definitely were were pushed behind, and then you, you take into account in-fight stoppages because of the eye poke and the doctor right, right. visits, and uh, there were I don't think there were any nut shots that 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 stopped it, but no, it was an uncanny uh, lack of nut shots. <laughs> <laughs> it's an uncharacteristic lack of nut shots in this UFC. Yeah, and unfortunately, there was a lack of. Yeah, um, it was unfortunate. <laughs> I was, I was saying, unfortunately, there was a lack of Big John McCarthy, who's the the best referee going, and instead we had shithead Gary with the fucking full sleeves of tattoos, who is standing right in between Mitrione and Travis Brown as he got thumbed directly in the eye. Yeah, and then the waits for time. a minute and a half to stop the fucking fight. Yep. Yeah, that was terrible. Pretty... There was some yeah. Referee it, it, like he let him he let him he let him get beat on for another minute and a half with only one eye before he has him check it. It's like, "Okay, now I think you can stop the fight." Yeah, that was pretty that was pretty um you know, the other one uh the other one that I wasn't sure about was uh was the uh which one I'm from what are you talking about the, it was the one, other ref? Uh, yeah it was the kevin mcdonald fight um kevin mcdonald's referee yeah fight? yeah kevin mcdonald was the referee of the fight okay uh, well, it's it never called knockout. the kevin it was McDonald's a knockout <laughs> oh <laughs> i'm just trying latifi. to I'm trying to put it all together at once latifi yeah yeah it was yeah right alir latifi and uh and o'connell um, and o'connell yeah, that seemed like a. Uh, I literally I, I, missed this entire fight because I I turned around to to go. I'm like, oh, I'll go get a snack or something. Turn around <laughs> and it's oh, okay, it's done. Yeah, it, don't eat the pizza in the garden. It sucks. I did that's not. My, that's my that's my takeaway. That was one of my big takeaways from the going to the garden. Was it was a nine dollar slice of pizza, and Oof. it was the shittiest slice of pizza I ever had in my life. Man. But I was so hungry, I ate every piece of it. That's the thing. If you're in the t, because we got there, five thirty p.m. First fight right. at six. We were there until one a.m. Right. You're probably gonna have to eat something at some yeah. point. And I yeah, don't did my eat best. the pizza. <laughs> I, that's I, all. That's my. That's my only. That's my only give. Don't eat the pizza and don't and, and don't floppy. accept. Don't accept water, bottled water in a cup. 
Those are the two things. My thing was I couldn't accept it. Nick? I just refused to take it. I don't know why I I couldn't deal with it. The guy wanted to pour it in a cup and I wasn't having it. That's like, he was almost making you drink out of a a fucking sissy, sippy cup. Yeah, and then they don't have, that's another thing I don't have. There's no, there isn't a single water fountain in the garden. No. Because they want to make you buy water. That is some fucking grimy shit. I did not. I still smuggled in a... Bottle you of did. I don't know. You did. You had a giant bottle, a one-liter bottle of Poland Spring Seltzer. I was so jealous. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I bought two waters because I was thirsty. Yeah, I tried to hook whatever. If you can go, you can hack into the garden. All right, we should. So we're about we we're about up. an hour here. We're gonna wrap it on up. And uh, shout out to Yassir, who I met at the Open Workouts. It took some photos and emailed them to us as well. I should have said that earlier. And we'll talk more about this on the next podcast, a little bit more about some of the fun stuff that happened. Uh, I want to cover by this time, uh, I wanted to do it today, but Hallett Gracie also had finally came back. You know, there was was, uh, some, a lot of shit talked against him, and then some people came back him up, and then... Uh, and then now he has, now he's made a statement regarding Metamorris and all that stuff. I wanted to read it today, but we'll get to it next time. And, uh, I think that's about it. Paul, do you have anything you want to say? Thank you for having me. It was tough, but, uh, thank you (laughs) (laughs) for having me. Glad I got to say a couple things. Um, at the Paul Landwehr. And, uh, if you want to check out what I'm doing, just paullandwehr.com, P-A-U-L-L-A-N-D-W-E-H-R.com. And Matt, where can they get in touch with us? MMAniacsPodcast at gmail.com. We're also, uh, we have a Facebook page, Twitter at MMAniacsPod, and Instagram just at MMAniacs. So if you want to see Nick's Matt Mitrione meme, my Rafael Dos Anjos, the American gringo picture, and any other news that, you know, if you want us to tweet something, uh, we will send it out into the ether, get some people to look at it. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. If you have any questions, if you want to buy a T-shirt, something, hey, get in touch. We can definitely make that happen. Until then, for Paul, Nick, and myself, you know we love you. You know it. See you later. Have a good one. That's the end. No, we don't. The MMAniacs podcast brought to you by Team Link of Hookset, New Hampshire. They're located at 1338 Hookset Road in Hookset, and their phone number is 603-641-3444. Their website is www.teamlinkhooksetnh.com. Uh, I've been training in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for about 20 years, and for the last four years I've been training at Team Link, and it's one of the best schools I've ever trained at. Um, there's a lot of great instructors over there. There's no knuckleheads whatsoever. A lot of people there that are trying to help you get better at whatever it is that you want to study. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, boxing, kickboxing, mixed martial arts, karate, whatever it is that you want to study for martial arts, they've got somebody there to teach you the right way to do it. Uh, so if you go there, you tell them that the MMAniacs podcast sent you. They'll give you a free T-shirt and 30 free days to try out the school. Uh, again, their phone number is 603-641-3444, and their website is teamlinkhooksetnh.com.